Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Today we are answering your questions and I'm really, really excited about it because we've got some great ones. A few questions related to episode 596, which was all about the microbiome and probiotics. So that is definitely one to go back to if you haven't heard that yet. We've got lots of resources for you in today's episode so you can find the show notes at primalpotential.com forward slash 597, which means episode 600 is right around the corner. I know that might not seem crazy for those of you that haven't been around from the beginning, but 600 episodes, and we actually have more than that, but that's another story for another day. Sarah, um, hi, first of all. Hi. I think that we should do like a fun giveaway contest at episode 600, like money, prizes, classy glasses. Definitely. I think that would I'm be in. a lot of fun. Yeah. And maybe we'll give away Rumi. Oh, no. I want to keep him around here. He's been giving us a run for our money today. He has. Uh, every day. So for those of you that don't know, I have a 10-week-old puppy named Rumi. He's an English lab, charcoal gray, and he's intense. He's he's amazing and he's sweet and he's wonderful, but like he's a lot of freaking work. He's so much work. He's constant. He's yeah. incessant. And like sometimes I think he's going to go to sleep and he won't go to sleep. So this conversation before we started recording was like, do you think we can do it when he's awake? And we we're like, oh, I don't know. And then like, do I have to put him in his crate in the other room? So that's where he is now unhappily. But otherwise, you would be hearing the puppy crying. I can handle like I don't mind that being in the background, but like the angry barking is just a lot because we got chickens yeah we've got construction we do <laughs> we've got traffic it's a full house over here. <laughs> but a uh, little office update for those of you that are following around with the office renovations happening like it's coming along it is. I was really excited to see your post on Instagram last night. I know. Like, it is feeling like, in fact, when the cleaning people were here yesterday, I brought my laptop out and I sat on the floor in there and I worked. And I was like, That's I'm exciting. Gonna, I know. It's like not done, but I was still out there working and it felt really good. Yeah, good. And we've got two people out there working right now, which always makes me feel really good when there are workers. Even if it's loud, I'm like, we're, we're almost there. There's progress. It's going to be this month. I know. Like, I'm claiming that. Uh, Damn it. (laughs) Because the kitchen life is not for me anymore. We are in the kitchen right now. Um, Hey, guys, before we get to your questions, I want to let you know that our free e-series on mental and emotional spring cleaning kicks off on Saturday. No, that's not not right at all. (laughs) I don't even know when Saturday is, but it kicks off on Monday, Monday, May 6th. So you can go to the show notes page for today's episode, primalpotential.com forward slash 
1-800-273-5597 and get on the email list. It doesn't matter if you're on the VIP email list or the 12 Weeks to Transformation. This is different because... I, I don't like to get emails that I don't want. So I certainly don't want to send you guys emails that you don't want, which is why you have to opt in for this mental and emotional spring cleaning free e-series. Basically, every day for the week, you are going to get a different tool, tip, tactic, or strategy to help you clear out the clutter of your mind, which I don't know. I need a little bit of that. Sarah, are you I, down for that? Yes, absolutely. Like next week is going to feel good because that's when it's happening. We're going to be so zen with these like tools going out every day. I know. I'm like claiming it. We are going to just be blissed out. And it's just a great way to go into a new month, a new season. Like, let's just get the crap out of our heads, the stories, the excuses. So primalpotential.com forward slash five nine seven. And you can just get on the email list. We'll also have links if you want to join us in our free Facebook group. If you want to get on the wait list for the summer, 12 weeks to transformation, all those links will be over on the show notes page for today's episode. We love getting your questions. Oftentimes, Sarah and I are sitting across from each other and we'll just comment on questions as they come in. And you guys ask such great questions. So keep them coming. We will keep answering them on these Saturday shows. You can go to primalpotential.com forward slash inbox to submit a question or a topic. We love helping you. We love chiming in. Um, And we'll also link to that in the show notes at primalpotential.com forward slash 597. 600 is right around the corner. We're going to do something cool and big and fun for it. Hit me with the questions before the dog starts barking. Okay. Can you suggest a good brand of probiotics? All right. So this question is surely coming from episode 596. And the answer is no, not with the question like that. And it doesn't mean that I'm not grateful for the question. I am because it gives us an opportunity to get clear on this. So if somebody said to me, can you recommend a good brand of magnesium? My answer would be the same because there's lots of different types of magnesium. There's magnesium oxalate, magnesium chelate, magnesium citrate, and which one we want depends on what we need it for. So we have the reason magnesium popped into my mind as an example is because we were just theorizing that Rumi the puppy had a muscle cramp and that's why he was acting like he was dying when he wasn't really dying and we were panicked. But certain types of magnesium are going to be great for muscle cramps and other types of magnesium are going to make you poop. And you don't want to get those two confused. If you are taking it because you have muscle cramps, you don't want to be taking the type of magnesium that makes you poop because then you're going to be pooping with muscle cramps. And like, I, I just think that doesn't sound like a good time. So when we talk about can you recommend a good brand of probiotics, the important follow up there is for what? right? And if you listen to episode 596, if you haven't, please go back and do that now because all of this kind of hinges on that. Certain strains of probiotic are going to be awesome for different things. So there are strains of probiotic that reduce inflammation in the brain. Well, that's awesome if you are somebody who is struggling with depression because one of the factors that leads to depression is swelling in the brain. So that strain is going to be really great. And then we can have a conversation about brand based on that strain, right? Now, other strains of probiotic are awesome if you have traveler's diarrhea. But if you are constipated and not having regular bowel movements, then you don't necessarily want a strain of probiotic that combats diarrhea because it's going to further slow down gastric mobility and motility. So, We cannot recommend a brand of probiotic 
without knowing what you are taking it for, all right? So I think there's a question about antibiotics that came in as well, so I'll save this thought for then. But if you are somebody who is experiencing bloating, then we want strains of probiotic that help with that. If you are looking for more bowel regularity and you want to go more often, then we want strains that target that. If you have diarrhea, then we want strains that target that. And if you are struggling with depression or with anxiety or with stress, then we want strains that target that. And we cannot have a product-specific conversation without knowing that, which is one of the things I dive into in episode 596, and that's really an important place to start. Get clear on what you want, all right? Uh, that is the precursor to any conversation about product type or even foods. Um, yeah, that's what I've got to say about that. Next. Next is I drink kombucha daily. I brew my own and I have for several years. What good is it? What does it help with? Also, if I take an antibiotic, do I need a special probiotic to repopulate my biome? All right, so I'm going to make a few assumptions on this question, and uh, I, I try not to make assumptions, but without having this person to have a back and forth with me, and if I'm wrong to the individual who submitted this question, just uh, shoot me an email or go to primalpotential.com forward slash inbox and, uh, and correct me there. But I would imagine that this is uh, stemming from episode 596, and like if I don't know the strains because I'm brewing it myself, what good is it? That's a really great question. And the reality is you could have pathogenic bacteria in your kombucha, right? Which is one of kind of the, the risks of brewing it yourself. Are you going to have some probiotics in there, some beneficial bacteria? Yep. But chances are you're not going to necessarily know the strain. Now, this depends. I don't personally brew my own kombucha, but there might be um, some, some places where they sell the, the starter and they're very clear about what strains of bacteria. And in that case, what good is it can come from that information. But in other cases, I do know that you might not get any information information about the strain. So it depends on what you know and what you don't know. And then, of course, you could have pathogenic bacteria. But the reality is there's probably pathogenic bacteria on the rim of my coffee cup right now, right? There's certainly pathogenic bacteria on my floor. And the goal isn't necessarily to avoid pathogenic bacteria and only get probiotics because we're exposed to all kinds of bacteria all day long, not just like in the things we touch, but also in the air and in the food that we eat. And there's no doubt that on any salad, there are beneficial bacteria and pathogenic bacteria. Our opportunity is to maximize the probiotics and minimize the potentially pathogenic or disease-causing bacteria. So to the question, what good is the kombucha? Well, anytime we're trying to increase those good bacteria, that's a great thing. But if you have a very targeted need, like you're experiencing bloating or you have a hormonal issue or you have anxiety or depression, then we really want to make an effort to be strain specific in our approach. But it's never bad to say, well, I eat kimchi. I don't know, you know, fermented vegetable, insert any fermented vegetable when I use the example of kimchi. I don't know what strains there are. Okay, but it's still good to get a wide variety of probiotics because we want a robust microbiome, really rich in probiotics and outnumbering those pathogenic bacteria. But again, if you have a targeted need, then you definitely want to target that with in a strain-specific kind of way. 
As for the question, what was the second part about antibiotics? Will you read that to me again, Sarah? This person says, if I take an antibiotic, do I need a special probiotic to repopulate my biome? Yes. Antibiotics are across the board. Think about like crop dusting, right? You take an antibiotic to attack a specific bacteria that's causing a problem. So you have a bacterial infection, doctor prescribes an antibiotic. Yes, the antibiotic is going to act on that pathogen and also everything else. So it is taking your entire microbiome for a ride. It's all getting a hit. The good guys and the bad guys. The specific bad guy causing the problem and all the other bad guys as well as the good guys. So yes, you definitely want a broad-based uh, approach to repopulating your microbiome. Supplementation can be part of that, but also nutrition is a big part of that. We talked in episode 596 about prebiotics, right? The food for your microbiome. And I shared how like, you know, my chickens don't eat the same food as my dog and I don't eat the same food as my dog and my dog doesn't eat the same food as my chickens. The same thing is true of the bacteria in our gut. They have specific fuel that they need. And so while sure, a probiotic can be a fantastic response after a course of antibiotics, you also want to make sure that you're addressing it from a nutrition standpoint and or a prebiotic standpoint so you can get those prebiotics from food, asparagus, jicama, uh, green banana, that sort of stuff. But you can also get products that include the prebiotic, the food for the probiotic, because you want to make sure that you are giving the beneficial bacteria the fuel they need to thrive. What are your thoughts on being proactive for menopause? Well, that's a hard right turn. Menopause. My thoughts on being proactive for menopause. Great question. Okay. A couple things come to mind uh, right away. One of those is stress because there is a misconception that after menopause, you don't have any estrogen or progesterone because before menopause, those are largely produced by, and we can um, interchange menopause and hysterectomy because we're kind of talking about both. So menopause and or hysterectomy. Sometimes we think that because uh, our ovaries are no longer producing estrogen and progesterone that there isn't any, and that's not true. What's really important to know is that your adrenals kick in and pick up the slack post-menopause. So preparing and being proactive for menopause, you want your adrenals to be really strong and healthy. Now, the biggest threat that we see most often to the adrenals being strong and healthy and capable of picking up that slack is stress because our adrenal glands also release cortisol. And so if they are constantly being hit with cortisol and adrenaline because we get upset every time we lose our keys and we get upset every time our partner says something that we perceive to be insensitive and we get upset every time we oversleep and we get upset every time we overeat, then we are just hitting our adrenals left and right and they are not in the shape they need to be to support the body as the ovaries take kind of a backseat. So being proactive for menopause, number one, stress management. That can include 
not doing things that are physical stressors. So physical stressors would be being sleep deprived. A physical stressor would be overeating. A physical stressor would be uh, exercising too much. Now, most people are not in that boat, so let's not panic if you go to Zumba three times a week. Like, oh, I might be exercising too much. No, you're not. It's cool. Keep going to Zumba. Um, A physical stressor would be overeating or eating foods to which you are sensitive. So eliminating those stressors. But then also the mental and emotional stressors. Maybe you incorporate something like meditation or journaling or prayer or, you know, whatever. But the other piece of it is like, just don't sweat the small stuff. Stop getting so worked up over crap that doesn't matter because it's harming your health. And if you want to be proactive for menopause, optimizing your stress response, minimizing the things you get stressed out over is going to be a big part of that. The other thing that is a great tool for being proactive as you inch towards menopause, which is also great post-menopause, is making sure that you're doing something to build and or maintain your muscle mass. After age 30, our muscle mass starts to decline anywhere from about 3 to 8% per year. And while this has obvious implications on our body composition and obvious implications on our metabolism, it has a lot more than that. It impairs our bone health. It impairs our carbohydrate metabolism. So if you are not doing something to intentionally preserve or build muscle mass, you're impairing your body's ability to metabolize carbohydrate. And that's one of the reasons that people feel like, I just can't eat the way I used to eat. Well, you could if you were doing something to preserve and maintain your your muscle mass. So I think that uh, that has a big has a big role in it. And weight training is a fantastic way to do that. Eating enough protein is a fantastic way to do that. Um, and then other things to be proactive for menopause, just cutting out toxins, whether that is getting a water filter for your drinking water and also for your shower, uh, moving as you can to organic grass-fed foods and things like that. But those changes alone will go a long, long way, a long way. Is it best to listen to these podcast episodes from the start or better to start at the end and work backwards? I've gotten this question a lot lately. I think we've got, yeah, I think we've got a lot of new listeners to the show, which is awesome. Hi, great to see you. I'm Elizabeth. This is Sarah. Hey. Um, we've been doing this for, for, I've been doing this for a while, coming up on 600 episodes. Here's the deal. There's no wrong way. They're not, it's not like a TV series where if you start at the end and work backwards, you're going to be way jacked up. Um, when I started the podcast, I didn't know if we were going to do two episodes, 200, 2000. Um, so you can absolutely start at the beginning. Please forgive my bumbling and stumbling at the start because I had no damn clue what was going on. Still, sometimes I don't feel like I do. Um, it used to, It's not going to be as hard to catch up as you think because when we first started, there was only one per week. Then we went to three per week. Then we went to two. Now we're back at three. Um, but there's seven days in a week. So you can do it however you want. There's no right or wrong. It just depends on what's easier for you to keep up with. If you find that it's easier to start at the beginning and work forward, nothing wrong with that. If you want to start where we are now and move backward, as long as you can keep up with the fact that we've got a new episode on Monday, new episode on Thursday, new episode on Saturday, there's nothing wrong with that either. Or you can do a little bit of both, right? You can start uh, from the back, you can go one older episode and then the newest and then the next oldest and then the next newest. And you can do it that way. The, the short answer is it doesn't matter. Do whatever you want. It's all good. It's all good. And if you have questions, I'm always here. Why haven't diets worked for me? 
this your question, Sarah? No. <laughs> no, it wasn't me. Um, why haven't diets worked for you? Well, that's like super, super, super general. Uh, there could be a lot of reasons. Number one, you're not taking the right approach for you. You're following somebody else's plan. The other thing could be you didn't work for it. You weren't consistent, right? Uh, I think, uh, you know, for me, I used to say, I've tried everything. And that was true, except the one thing that I hadn't tried that I didn't want to admit was being consistent. (laughs) I did keto for like four days and I was hungry all the time, you know, whatever. I would do everything a little bit or halfway or I would do two days on and one day off. And like, look, if you if you aren't consistent, nothing's going to work. That's number one. But the other thing is, and this is a real like passion of mine is somebody else's rules weren't made for you. A lot of people will ask me if the 12 weeks to transformation is like a, a diet or a, a meal plan or a food list. And I'm always like, OMG, no. N-O, capital N-O, 77 exclamation points. No, it's not because that would be, that would be crazy. What I want to do is teach people how to figure out what works for them instead of telling them what to do. I give you tools, not rules. If you are following somebody else's rules, what you're not learning to do is listen to your body. So maybe that's exactly what it is. Maybe you have been truly consistent. And maybe you have followed the rules, but you weren't working with your body. You were trying to get somebody else's something to work for you. And the other piece of it is what works for us is always going to change. What works for me right now is not what worked for me a few years ago. What worked for me a few years ago is not going to work for me now because we're always changing. Our bodies are changing. Our hormones are changing. Our stress and our sleep are always changing. And so within the 12 weeks to transformation, I'm giving people the tools to learn what works for them, to know how to interpret when things are changing within their body and respond accordingly for them. I am the number one advocate of do not follow somebody else's rules. Really lean into what works for you and your body and embrace that that can, should, and will change. So how can we develop together a network of tools so that you are figuring out what works for you, you're figuring out how to live that sustainably and joyfully, and you're figuring out when you need to change course, what that looks like, what works for you, so maybe it's because you haven't gone through the 12 weeks of transformation. I'm just saying. Yeah. Start there. Yeah. Okay. This one starts with a little bit of a story and then the question. I like stories. Good. Back in January, I made a decision to change my lifestyle. I have completely changed the food I eat and I began consistently working out. I feel amazing and I feel like for the most part, I have both of these things under control. The thing I don't have under control is how much I consume at a time. I need help and guidance with that. Do you have an episode you think I should listen to that will help? I just feel super full when I am done eating meals and I think I'm overeating in a setting. What are your thoughts? Right now I am, okay, so this is, when I get a question like this, I'm going to teach everybody exactly what I do. I go to my web browser and I go to primalpotential.com and then I hit colon and then the topic, overeating, right? When I do that, I get the episodes that I've done on that. And, I, and I'm not being cheeky. I'm helping you guys know how to search. So you can go to primal doc, primalpotential.com and use the search box there. Or if you're right in your browser bar, um, one of the trips to, tips is to right after the .com, do a colon and then whatever keyword or topic or whatever. So I'm literally in Google, primalpotential.com, 
colon overeating. So yes, I've done a number of episodes on this, uh, 527, uh, 209, 197, lots of episodes on overeating. So in this particular question, this individual is saying like, I'm eating better, but I'm still eating too much. One of the tools that we come to again and again and again within the 12 Weeks to Transformation is getting better results by turning our problems or our concerns into great questions. So instead of, I've made these improvements, but I'm eating too much, turning that into, what improvement can I make today? What am I able and willing to do today that is an improvement in the area of how much I eat? Maybe when you look at it that way, you can say, all right, well, I'm going to like make my plate at dinner and then I'm done. I'm not getting more. Just for today, I can do that. The most effective solutions are the simplest ones. Instead of I'm eating too much, problem focused, not solution focused, what am I able and willing to do today that is an improvement for me in the area of how much I eat? Is it simple? Yeah. Is it insanely effective? Yes. Is it targeted not only to the solution, but to an action you can take today? Absolutely. Because you either cling to the problem, I'm eating too much, I'm eating too much, what's wrong with me, I'm eating too much, even when I'm full, I just keep going. Okay, I told my clients in a QA, uh, we do live coaching once a week in the 12 Weeks to Transformation, and we were talking about this, and I said, if you left something in the blue house, you can't keep looking for it in the red house. That's not where it is. It's in the blue house, which might seem like, what matrix crap are you talking about? You're not going to find the solution in the problem. You've got to step away from the problem and invest in the solution. So if you're like, I'm eating better, but I'm eating too much, you're in the problem house. Instead, go very clearly to what could I do today that is an improvement? Is it simple? Yes. The most effective solutions are. And listen to episode 548. It's not about overeating, but it's about creating solutions in your life. So the overeating episodes that I've done include 197, uh, 527. There's a bunch of them, but 548 is going to be a really, really helpful one. Last but not least here, it's a comment, not really a question. Okay. And it says, I want to get up early, but I just can't. I'm sorry to hear that. Can I just add to this quickly? Please, please, please. I was reading some of your material, I think from the 12 Weeks of Transformation recently, and I chuckled at, um, I think it was a t-shirt you saw. And it said, can't lives on Won't Street. Yeah. Can't lives on Won't Street. If you're, I, I want to get up early, but I can't. Okay. I'm sorry to hear. I don't know what in the world would make it so that someone can't get up early, but that sucks. Because I don't believe it. If I, and I, you guys have heard me say this a million times. If I offered you a million dollars to get up at 312 tomorrow, you would be bright-eyed and bushy-tailed at 310. Woohoo! Let's go. I'm ready. Look at you up early. I thought you can't. Bull. You can. Can't lives on Won't Street. That's such a great point. Like, it's not that you can't. It's that you haven't. And that's not the same thing. 
If I offered you that money and you got up early tomorrow, nothing changed about your capacity. The only thing that changed is your perspective. Nothing changed about what you're capable of. The only thing that changed is what you're willing to do and why. For as long as you tell yourself, I can't get up early, I can't get up early, or I can't stop eating once I start with cookies, or I, you know, once I have one drink, it turns into four, or I can do really well for a few days, but I just can't keep it up. Okay. Can't lives on won't street. You can, but here you are selling yourself the problem. Well, for as long as you continue selling yourself the problem, guess what you're not believing in? I'm the solution. You can get up early. Come on. Instead of telling me what you can't do, tell me what you can do. There's no growth in what you can't do. It's just like I told my 12-week folks the other day. You cannot leave something in the blue house and then go looking for it, expecting to find it in the red house. That's not where it is. One of the challenges that we do in the 12 Weeks to Transformation is all about can. Stop telling me what you can't do and tell me what you can do. Stop telling yourself what you can do and start telling yourself what you can do. Like, first of all, do I want to get up at 2.30 in the morning? Absolutely not. Can I? Sure. But if I tell myself I can't get up, whatever time it is, of course you can. My boyfriend is not the eager beaver morning person that I am. And I didn't used to be. I would sleep until afternoon. And in fact, I used to want to because I wanted to have as little left in the day as possible. I was so depressed that the later I could sleep, the sooner it would be before I could go to bed again. And I just didn't want to be awake. And that was a win for me. So the like happy to be up at 4.30 version of me was not my reality for most of my life. But my boyfriend now definitely does not share my enthusiasm for mornings. Well, he got a new job. And now most days he's up before I am. Was he always capable of it? Sure. Was he doing it? No. Could he have? Yes. So can you. You cannot focus on what you can't do and then expect to create a change. Focus on what you can do, on what you will do, on what you're willing to try. Because for as long as you convince yourself that you can't, I agree with you and I'm sorry for your loss. Do you have anything to add to that about mornings? No, I I don't really. I'm kind of an early bird. Yeah. Were you always? Generally. I mean, teenage years, I'd sleep till like 9 or 10. But... Yeah, I like the morning because I get a lot done. I, I feel do productive. too. Yeah, and I just, I just like starting my day that way. But honestly, it wouldn't happen if I told myself I can't. Right. We, you know, people who who feel that way. Like I can't get up in the morning. Mm-hmm. Is it true? No. Right. <laughs> Not true. I totally can. I was thinking about the million dollar offer. I'm like, I'll be here at two forty five. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and joyfully. Yes. Right. The only thing that changes is your perspective. So it's the story. It's absolutely the story. Don't tell me what you can't do. Tell me what you can do. Don't tell yourself what you can't do. Tell yourself what you can do. And that is not just about sleep. It's about food. It's about alcohol. It's about money. It's about career. If I had said, I can't, I can't start a podcast. I don't know how to do that. Well, it's very true that I didn't know how to do it. But it's also very true that I can. I am capable of it. If it's been done before, it can be done again. It's just a matter of taking the steps. And the same thing is true whether we're talking about sleep, food, alcohol, relationship, business building, money, you name it. You can do it, but will you? 
that part's up to you. We love getting your questions. I really enjoy these Q&As. And Sarah, like you're totally finding your, your groove. I'm having a little bit more fun with it. I'm glad. I don't know that I found my groove. But you, you're, you, you, I mean, heck, oh my gosh. I'm Someday I'm going to make you listen to the first one where you were like terrified <laughs> and don't. not liking me. And why did I do this? Why did I say yes? What am I doing here? I want to go home. I have a bellyache. I think I need to quit. Oh, totally. Yeah. Can I have a shout out to Kayla? Yeah. We didn't, we didn't do that. No. That would have been, that would have been a strategy. Yeah. Take shots. I wish we had thought of that. No, but we totally didn't. We're going to have to have, um a little like mini bar in the new office in the corner by the French doors. I don't know that that's the best idea. I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, you're the boss, so you win. I am going to do it anyway because I think that'll just be more fun and work should be fun. And this is fun. And guys, if you have questions, if you have comments, if you have topics you want to hear us chat about, primalpotential.com forward slash inbox. But uh, on your way there, go to primalpotential.com forward slash 597. The link to the spring cleaning e-series is going to be there. The link to the weight law, oh, no, the wait list for our summer 12 weeks to transformation is going to be there. Our Facebook group, all of that good stuff, uh, primalpotential.com forward slash 597. Do you have any fun plans this weekend, Sarah? I don't think I have a plan. No, which is nice. I like having no plan. Yeah. I I really want to get out in the yard. I've got my live coaching on Sunday night with my clients, um, which I always look forward to. And last weekend, I was out of town, so I'm just pumped to, like, be here. Yeah. I'm hoping for some sunshine because we have been lacking. Yeah. You're going to meet my sister this weekend. I know. I'm excited. I know. I love my sister. Debbie's been on the podcast a couple times, but now you've, like, totally outnumbered her because she's been on twice, and we've been doing this, like, for a good few weeks now. We'll have to talk about it. Yeah, for sure. A little little comparison. We should someday do, like, a roundtable when we're in the office space. Like, that would just be fun to, like, just have, like, I don't know, some topic-based conversation. And have your mom here, too. That would be fun. You met my mom. And your boyfriend. Yes, I did. She's so sweet. She's adorable. Yes. Yeah. I feel like, was she wearing, like, a big fur coat that day? No. Oh, she, last time she came here, like, she was working out in the yard in, like, crappy jeans and shoes and, like, this massive Cruella DeVille fur coat. And I was like, it's awesome. All right. All right, guys. We could just sit here and chat. Um, we'll go now. But we would love your questions. So head over to primalpotential.com forward slash 597 and make it a great day. Every single choice is a chance. Take care. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.